Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. We're all excited for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. But is it going to be good, right? No. That's the, no. Okay. <laughs> <I was> gonna, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> my apologies. Well, here's the problem. The difficulty, I feel like, in translating a video game to the big screen mm. depends on the era of the video game. Yeah. Like modern day video games, it's like 20 or 30 or like 50 hours of gameplay and it's, you know, so much story and so much character development. You're talking like a Witcher, for example. Exactly, like yeah. a Witcher. And there's so many, like, just inherently, like, cinematic, memorable moments. And it feels like whittling it down to two hours is... It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's kind of like it, it does it a disservice. But on the other hand, video games, like classic video games from back in the day, have so little plot. You can, you can explain the whole game in, like, one sentence. Like, Mario goes to the Mushroom Kingdom to rescue a princess... And also Luigi is there for some reason. Okay, two sentences, but... You could probably mention he kills many turtles on the way. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fine too. But of course, we are talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie. A, uh, a, a big swing and a miss in terms of adaptations. But it's a big swing, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mario and Sonic have a classic history together. We know that because they were both at the 1936 Olympics. That's absolutely right. Yeah. Did you know that? Bitter rivals turn No, no, friends. they were both Nazi supporters. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Mario, big fan of Mussolini. Mm. Sonic was a Nazi experiment for obvious reasons. Oh, absolutely, that's right. How else would he get his speed? Yeah, that's it. Actual speed. <laughs> Actual Doing speed. a lot of speed. This was the peak of kind of your Super Nintendo and your, and yeah. your, and your Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive hype. This would have been like a couple of years after Super Mario World, right? Yeah, okay. Super Mario World, depending you know where it came out in the world, roughly 1990. Anyways, if people could leave a like on this video, that would be great because, look, there's not going to be a lot <laughs> to like if I'm honest. Oh yeah, okay, right. There's because a... there's nothing to Mario. Like, if you want to, if you wanted to do an animated Mario movie, mm. it's all right there. That's yeah. what Mario looks like. But it's like, what do you hang a live action movie on? I guess you build a weird future dystopia, it's... alternate reality New York, Blade Runner covered in fungus. I guess yeah. I don't really know. I read that one of the directors, uh, one of the, the the production designers, was like, we should make it like. Max Headroom. Yes. That TV series that was cancelled mid-season. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the directors who worked on this actually worked on Max Headroom. That's not oh, a coincidence. So that means that it was light motive and allied filmmakers who put this together. They try to ease you into the video gameness of it with a 16-bit dinosaur explanation up top. Yeah. Told by like a real, forget about it, it's recounting the history of the Mario Brothers or that's, whatever. That's Homer Simpson himself. Oh, Dan Caston. Yeah, that's right. So the cast, though, that's a great piece of casting. Yep. Bob Hoskins, mm -hmm. John Leguizamo, Samantha Mathis, Dennis Hopper, Lance Hedrickson, briefly. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's 
Fisher Stevens, who was the Indian guy from Short Circuit. He's not really Indian. He's not really Indian. Excuse me. He's not really a lizard man either. (laughs) 1980s stalwart Fisher Stevens. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) So that's that's great. Like the Mm. fact that they managed to get all those people on board is really terrific. And there are some really interesting special effects and world building, I feel, here to some extent... But why did they do this? Well, it doesn't... See, here's the thing, though. Who's it for? Who's it for, exactly? I mean, you would imagine that this is for, like, summer vacation or whatever, and you set, you, you know, you take your kids to the movies, but what kid is going to be like, Dad, is that 1960s countercultural icon Dennis Hopper <laughs> from Easy Rider? Is that who that is? <laughs> he was in Rebel Without a Cause, Dad. He was. He's in one of the seasons of 24. That's Upcoming. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't, I don't really understand it. Also, do kids want to see, because this is really who this is for. Mm. Do kids want to see a 50-year-old broke-ass Mario doing actual plumbing? Excuse me, he's canonically 25. Okay, you're right. So <laughs> he is. Mind. In the world of Nintendo. Side note, they have a very bizarre apartment. They've got, like, plungers on the walls, like they're rifles. <laughs> are they used plungers or are they display plungers? Yeah, no, they're plungers that they've done some great plumbing with. Ah, and they're, okay. They've immortalised. So their whole apartment smells of poop. Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. What I think they were going for here was a the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Your yeah, Ghostbusters. Right. Mm, yeah. That kind of edgy, sort of kids-ish kind of movie. I think that's what this was. Because apparently Nintendo had no... They had no particular directions for the production team. They're like, just do whatever you want. We don't care. Yeah, well, Mario I- <laughs> will live beyond whatever this is. <laughs> Which is certainly true. I've actually got what Nintendo thought of this movie, which we could talk oh, about. Oh, I'm excited at the for that end. later. Okay, great. But I want to talk about some other casting. At one point, they were considering Danny DeVito... He was attached. Okay. Makes sense, yeah, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he was doing, you know, Twins and Batman Returns, which Batman is sort Returns, of a sure. kid's movie, yeah, I right. guess, uh-huh. technically. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Hanks was considered for the role of Luigi, which I find oh. interesting. But the failures of Turner and Hooch and Joe versus the Volcano led the studios to believe that Hanks was no longer a box office draw. Oh, my God. Can Let you me... imagine that era? I know. Let me name his next seven films that came out after this. Sleepless in Seattle. Big hit. Philadelphia. Big hit. Forrest Gump. Big hit. Toy Story. Big hit. Apollo 13. Let me think. Big hit. That Thing You Do. Moderate hit. (laughs) Saving Private Ryan. Oh, big hit. Back on form. Huge hit. Yes. So I wonder if he had have done this. Would he have had that career? Probably not, no. Yeah. Schwarzenegger also was wanted for King Cooper, as was Michael Keaton, who, would, why, who why? was so rich he would never have done it at this point. Yeah, because he'd just come off several Batmans. <laughs> yes, that's at right. At least one Batman. Two Batmans. Two Batmans. He's King Cooper in this. He's not Bowser. No. Is that significant? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Is anything in this significant? Not really. Did they You're just, asking the wrong question. Did they base this off like the manual for Super Mario World? It's funny you say that because there's some things here that are directly translated... Very few things, I might add. And yeah. some things are just in name only. I've got a list here. Yes. Uh, Big Bertha, nothing like the video game at all. Mm-hmm. Toad, just a guitar guy? Apparently they wanted an actual musician, so they got Mojo Nixon. Mm. But they only got him because Tom Waits pulled out. Oh, my they, God. They asked, they asked <laughs> gravelly-voiced, neo-gothic singer Tom Waits, and he was like, Sort of. Uh, no. <laughs> There was also an earlier version of this script with, like, recognisable elements. But if any of these characters had different names, how far do you think you would have watched this movie if you didn't know it was Super Mario Brothers yes. and they had different names mm-hmm. before you figured it out? I think I would have got up to the costumes. Yeah, well, it's... it's because Maybe I, the Bobombs? This, this, Yeah, probably the Bobomb. But I think this, this movie may have worked better and it would be better regarded if it was just, like, called, like, two weird guys from Brooklyn fall into a parallel dimension. (laughs) 
But yeah, it's it's weird because it's this bizarre kind of Max Headroom universe, and they're like, well, this is going to be a little bit gritty and a little bit adult and a little bit real, but at the same time, it's like, but Mario and Luigi jump, so we've got to give them a rocket boots. Yeah, we've got to give them their their little coveralls. You know, we haven't even mentioned what the story is about. You, you touched on it briefly yeah. then, but they do stumble in a parallel dimension because when the comet that killed the dinosaurs hit Earth, it splintered the universe. So some of the dinosaurs went to live in one specific spot in another dimension. Bet, and they, yes. They evolved into humans. But what was was this dimension just empty? Big, see, de- big mi- desert dimension? See, I must have misremembered it when I saw it as a kid because I thought it was just a parallel dimension mm. where dinosaurs evolved. But it's actually a, a dimension where the, the asteroid that we thought killed the dinosaurs shunted them into a parallel yeah. dimension. But just them? Just them. N- nothing else? No mammals? No... <laughs> Maybe some fish. Sto- maybe some stone and some brick. Oh, maybe some stone and some brick. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they they want back in to Well, Cooper specifically wants to merge the universes. Mm. But you know what he could do? Yeah. Just walk through that portal. And just just him. Yeah, just right. him. You know, he, right. why does he need to bring everything? Because who's he gonna contend with? Like the Scapellis? Like those real estate moguls that when they perform like corporate sabotage, they're wearing the shirts of the company that they're from? That's right. So I feel like if he just walked through with maybe Two guys. Maybe not even. He'd probably have a pretty good shot to take over New York. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Also, side note. Maybe mm. not a side note. You were saying earlier... A note. A note. How, you were saying how long would I would it have taken me to figure out that this was a Mario Brothers movie? How long did you watch this movie thinking to yourself, this movie's boring? <laughs> I reckon maybe 25 minutes. I reckon about the first 25 minutes of this movie is quite dull until they drop into the parallel universe. Yeah. Before that, it's just like... Regular plumbing and just stuff. Just regular plumbing and stuff. <laughs> just, again, just two guys just trying to get some plumbing work in New York City. Okay, but I, I wasn't really bored because it's fascinating. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's not mm. good, no. but it's fascinating. I'm also fascinated by the budget of this because it was a $48 million movie. Mm-hmm. And I think some of it is put to good use and some of it really isn't. Here's some comparison movies from 1993. I'm ready. Jurassic Park, $63 million, a little bit more. Mm. Fugitive, $44 million. Schindler's List. 22 million. Groundhog Day was made for 14 million. Wow, I mean, that's yeah. just a real town, isn't it? They're not building a weird <laughs> that is true, yes. dinosaur dimension uh-huh. or whatever. Maybe Phil Connors went into a weird dinosaur dimension <laughs> at some point. They never mentioned thousands it. Of years, yeah. yeah. But there's things like the puppets that they make are incredible. Those big Goomba suits. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, it's, it's clearly like a like a big rig that people wear on top of their shoulders with the tiny little animatronic heads. Apparently, there's 200 feet of cable inside Yoshi with nine puppeteers controlling him at any one time. You mm. can't ride him, though. So, like, why put him in? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's... He doesn't... He's not even green. Right. He's just a dinosaur. Well, that's the thing. And Cooper, for the most part, is just a guy and he's got a forked tongue. <laughs> like, he's a crooked real estate developer with a forked tongue. Or should I say a regular real estate developer? Oh, mate. I've got them. You really have. <laughs> I really... But, like, they're just... What makes this... Um, ultimately, <laughs> this world, Dino Hatton... Isn't that much weirder than regular New York? It's just got some more fungus. It's got more fungus and, like, the cars have more spikes on them. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day are now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible. So you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. 
Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Yeah. How many actual Nintendo nods did you, like, direct things did you recognize? I think there's some sound effects. Yep. There's the bombs. Yes. There's the super scope, which, oh, is, yes. the, which is the de-evolution gun. Mm-hmm. Some jumping. But that's there was not- some, definitely <laughs> some jumping, wasn't there? <laughs> and I guess the outfits. But the links are so tenuous that it's you're kind of looking for them and you're not even really sure if the thing that you've seen is actually a reference or Again, not. Again, two weird plumbers from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Better movie, in my opinion. What about how this movie disintegrates the two towers? A chilling insight <laughs> yep. into the future of regular Manhattan. There's a few movies like that that kind of hint towards the destruction of the two towers. It's kind of odd that I guess that they were massive landmarks, but you watch that now and you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I do. I think at one point somebody says after that, they'll do anything for publicity or whatever, these bloody, these real estate agents. Yeah, they'll disintegrate the two towers mm-hmm. for publicity's sake. That's right. That's good for your brand, isn't it? It did wonders for the Taliban. <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, we all know who they are, don't we? Well, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You may not like them, but you know you them. Know them. Uh, so the directors of this, Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. Husband and wife team? Husband and wife team. They were hired based on their work on Max Headroom. Coming yeah. back to that again for some reason. There you go. Uh, who would have thought we'd ever be talking about Max Headroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the cast and crew disliked them so much for their alleged obnoxious and controlling behaviours. Bob Hoskins referred to them as, he called them the sea bomb and the cow. Uh, and at one Who's point- who? <laughs> Who's to say? Yeah. And at one point, Dennis Hopper was so fed up with a drawn out and constantly changing production that he spent almost three hours yelling at the directors holding up filming. That's a long time. That is a long time. Three hours of yelling, of straight yelling. Right? I, I, I don't know. What Maybe do you think he yelled? <laughs> Do you think you just yelled like shopping lists and stuff? Here's a fact that I know. It was meant to be five weeks of filming, but Dennis Hopper was there for 17 weeks. Oh my God. That's incredible. It's too many weeks. Way too many. Mm. His son said to him, why did you make that terrible movie? And he said, well, Henry, I did that so you could have shoes. And his son said, dad, I don't need shoes that badly. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope this was like on the red carpet premiere. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins were apparently constantly drunk throughout the filming of this Incredible. to kind of get through it. Again, 17 weeks. And in a 2011 interview, Bob Hoskins described the film's production. It was a fucking nightmare. The whole experience was a nightmare. It had a husband and wife team directing whose arrogance had been mistaken for talent. After so many weeks, their own agent told them to get off this set. Fucking nightmare. Fucking idiots. And that was <laughs> nearly two decades after he filmed it. And that's notoriously even-keeled actor Bob Hoskins. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but he, he set that guy off. The, the amazing thing is, though, he did Roger Rabbit where he talked to nobody for months. That's right, yeah. And this is the one that broke here. But yes. I guess when you've got no clear direction mm. and you think it's run by people who don't know what they're doing. Here's the thing, though. I think they did know what they're doing. To an extent, they had this vision but it was just not a good vision. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because I think when you go into a movie, I think with directors, you have to have a certain sense of arrogance and, you know, mm. like a, a surety about yourself. Exactly, that's you know right. What I mean? A confidence that inspires others to do their best work. <laughs> yes, that's right. For 17 weeks, you know? You might have them there for as long as many, many months. Oh, my God. However many imagine? months that is. This is one of my favourite things in it as well of, of movies like this. It's a cliffhanger ending because I love the idea of just a movie so crap and yet so bold that they're like, we'll see you again. We'll see you again real soon. Yeah, (laughs) There is actually a sequel comic to this, though. Some of the writers who were involved in it uh, a few years back actually made a webcomic of the continuing adventures of Mario and Louise. They go back to Dino Hatton. It's just like, oh, they're all dead. (laughs) Oh, well, back to plumbing, I guess. I guess that's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I don't Are we being too harsh on this? Um. Because I know it's considered like a cult it's classic. It's a cult classic, right. But it's not good, right? I can see how you could look at it and go, this is fun and there's some fun elements and why did they do this? But objectively, and I don't like to use that word because, you know, there's no real such thing in film criticism, but not not, not good, right? Let's, let's, focus, let's focus on the positive. What's good? <laughs> What's, What's good in this? Well, this is what Nintendo thought. How about that? The Bob Hoskins uh, dance sequence? Sure. That good? Yeah, that's good. That's pretty I think great. the casting overall is good. Mm. I think the surprise Lance Hendrickson cameo, mm-hmm. great stuff. Great, great work. It was a big pile of goo and then he was in it for a <laughs> half a second or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Okay, this is what Nintendo thought though. Uh, apparently they were very polite. Shigeru Miyamoto, Mario's creator, said, In the end, it was a fun project that they put a lot of effort into, but he also said... The one thing that I still have some regrets about is that the movie may have tried to get a little too close to what Mario Bros. the video game was. And in that sense, it became a movie that was about a video game rather than being an entertaining movie in and of itself. That, to me, says that he has not seen this. (laughs) But I get what... I I sort of get what... Look, the man speaks in riddles, but... I get what he's saying in the sense that they went, okay, we've got to, you know, we've got to pile in... Strange references, you know. Mario's got to jump because Mario jumps in the game, kind yeah. of thing. You know, that's something you could take out. That being said, you take it out. What What is this movie? <laughs> yeah, right, you know, yeah. it's just Italians running amok, as we as we know. <laughs> They should have called it Italians running amok. Running amok. Yeah. yeah. Look, that being said, even though Nintendo were like, they, they gave it a good go, we didn't get another Nintendo movie until Detective Pikachu. So this did something to make right. them go, let's not do this ever again. They vetoed Super Mario being in Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, yeah. This obviously made them be very wary of attaching their name to things like this. We did get some animated series stuff. You've probably seen some of those, which mm-hmm. is much more faithful and kind of more suited to this kind of storytelling, I 100%, guess. 100%, yeah. We yeah. Want, that's the Mario universe. It's a it's a fun, whimsical world with kind of like mm. fun little caricatures. How would you do this? It's not a man dropping the C-bomb at every conceivable <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> 
How would you do this as a movie? Because they've got Sonic coming into the real world. Yeah, right. Would you just do a completely animated Mario doesn't talk much 3D film where he has to do a rescue? I mean, you could, but at the same time... That's what the video games are. Yes, that's it, what that's I'm saying. That's Mario yeah. doing, a, doing a rescue. Yeah. Uh, and you can't have Mario, the kind of squat little animated man, coming into the real world because then people He's will be like, freak. where did you come from? <laughs> yeah. Kill that man. Yes, <laughs> if he is even a man. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, at this point as well, you know, when, when you talk about Super Mario Galaxy or Super Mario Odyssey, these games at this point have, you know, they have storyline and they have characters and and we don't need a movie version anymore, I think. Well, you'll be happy to know that there's a Super Mario Brothers movie scheduled for 2022. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I retract everything that I said. I just hope it's a sequel to this. Just resurrect Bob Hoskins with CGI. You can do that now. They brought Tarkin back. You think they can't bring back Bob Hoskins? They can bring back Bob Hoskins. Yeah, just get all these outtakes of him going, what is happening? What am I supposed to be looking at? Right? Absolutely. Yes, that's right. Apparently also John Leguizamo has said since that he likes that people like this movie. Like he at the time he's like, this is a disaster. But he's like, it found its audience and that's and that's good. So he doesn't regret it. He's done some good stuff, so good on him. It's I like true. that guy. Me too. And I'm glad he still works despite this. <laughs> well, I mean, that was this was kind of his movie debut, so yeah. <laughs> it could have been his only movie appearance. That's right, yeah. Do you want some good news off the back of this, though? Yes. Lance Hendrickson met Jane Evans, a woman he would go on to marry on this film. There you go. Was uh, she, she some ooze? No. Oh. She was his second wife, and he's had a third since. Good for him. <laughs> it's still good news. Hey, when you know, you Love know. Love blossomed. That's right. <laughs> like a fungus. Like a fungus. Mm. Anyways, this has been Care About a Garbage. What is... what? Do you- what's your favourite part about this movie? How about that? <laughs> sure. If, if you like this movie, yeah. what's your favourite bit? Yeah. If you like Mario video games, what's your favourite bit of this? Is it the bit where they jumped? <laughs> is it the bit where they danced? Is it the bit where they looked? Into some dirty plumbing. <laughs> Is it the bit with the big rubber T-Rex in a big bucket? <laughs> yeah. Is it the bit where they unclogged a toilet? Is it the bit where they turned that man into a chimpanzee? I think we've covered all the bits. Yeah. Baby and an egg? Is it that bit? Oh, it could be baby and an egg. Yeah, okay, <laughs> right, right, right. But if you do have a suggestion for Caravan of Garbage, we'd love to hear it. We're open to all suggestions, aren't we, Mason? Absolutely. Is there a better video game movie than this? There's not a lot of them, but yeah. There's definitely. Oh, it sure is. Street Fighter is better than this, unless it's street fighting. Yes. You know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not all street fighting, but you know, they're fighting each other in arenas one on one. I mean, some of the time. Some of the time. There's there's precious little fighting on an actual street in the movie Street Fighter. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, of course, if you'd like a hint towards next week, here's a clip. Fuck to find out what it is, <laughs> Mason. I don't. I'm, I'm so bamboozled. I can bring up my list. I want to bring up my bring list. Bring up the list. We'll give give the give the audio listeners. Yeah. A little taste. A little taste. Bearing I mean, the listeners would be audio listeners by default. No, but. these are the real okay. listeners, though. Mm, that's right. Those chumps on the video don't know what's what. They're, I just don't like them, any of them. Wow. Yeah, I'm happy to say it. I don't mind the people who listen to this and watch it. They're my favourite, obviously. Oh, of course they are. But Whoever- anybody who just watches the videos... Get out of here. Get out of here, right? There's a special place in hell for you. Also, if any of you rats who just listen to the audio <laughs> version rat us out to just the video viewers, you, you're, dead. you're dead to us, you're you rats. You are bashed, you rats. Uh, the Mummy Returns. We're coming back to that. That's right. There we yeah, go. There you go. Okay. 
I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Please tell us a very specific and niche thing that we missed from this stupid movie. <laughs> what error did we make about it? Please get real pedantic. That's my favourite thing. Is it, is it something about a bob omb <laughs> Is it something about a some bullet bills? That's a there was a neon a sign. That. We missed that, didn't we? There's we didn't, a, we we didn't say a... that, did we? <laughs> we didn't just say it on a list of things. So get us with that with a list of things. <laughs> List of things that were on signs. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, I'll see you next week. Grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you next week. I said see you next week. I shouldn't have said see you next week because then you said it after me. I'll say it again. Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great time. Do you want me to say the thing that I said I don't before? know, man. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 